Yes, that's right. Come on in, everyone. It has been uh, it's been a minute. Today is Wednesday, uh, May 26th. I'm Dan Benjamin, and uh, we're back. It's been a little it's been a little while, uh, but you know what? Sometimes that has to happen. No, I'm I'm relying on uh, you guys in the chat room right now to tell me uh, if if everything is like lined up because I I read it all this stuff. I read it all this stuff, and so things are going to be wrong. I know they're going to be wrong. Uh, so tell me, tell me what's wrong. Cause I'm counting on you to tell me, Hey, Tyler in the chat room at thanks, Keith. Great to have you back. Okay. I've got a lot of news, uh, to cover. I am changing the format of this program a, a little bit, uh, but, um, I haven't uh, finished up all the details yet. So until, until I do, uh, you're just gonna have to bear with me on this. I'm changing. I'll change it gradually in time. Cause I know that's what you want before I forget though. I'm Dan Benjamin. You can follow me on Twitter uh, or uh, Instagram or where, wherever here on YouTube uh, at Dan Benjamin. And of course, while you're here on the YouTube, like, subscribe, ring the bell, all that good stuff. It's very important. But even more important than that, that's right. Support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. That's how I pay the bills is by your support. And shame on you if uh, if you're not supporting, but that's all right. The more the merrier. Come on in, subscribe, like all that stuff. I I have a new setup here. So if you see me looking down like this, it's because there's a screen here. I don't know if I like, I don't know if I like that or not, but that's fine. We'll just, we'll deal with it and, and, and for today and I'll change it because I always have to change it. I ran, have you heard about, have you heard about the amount of power consumption that comes from run, like running these Bitcoin things? Iran has now banned the mining of cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. Uh, after a series of blackouts across major cities, this is something that's making a lot of people unhappy. People who don't care about Bitcoin, they're actually like rolling blackouts in in Iran now. Have you heard about this? This is absolutely crazy, but they're not the first one to do it. There was a regional ban in China, which is actually the top uh, Bitcoin mining country in the world because they were having problems. And of course, you heard that Tesla decided to stop selling cars using Bitcoin, which made the stock plummet. And if I still had my soundboard, I would hit the toilet flush for that because it's warranted. But yeah, so what do you think about that? How do you feel, those of you who are into the cryptocurrency out there in the world, how do y'all feel that you're actually harming the environment and stealing power from uh, poor children in, uh, in, in, in other countries who need their power and you're taking it to mine your Bitcoin? I don't have any Bitcoins. So it doesn't really matter to me, but I'm curious to hear what you say. Tell me in the comments. Tell me down below. Biden has uh, said that there are two, two likely scenarios around the COVID-19 outbreak, around the source. There's one faction that's saying that it escaped from the Wuhan laboratory. That includes me. I've always said that. I've said that since the beginning. I feel like it's, whether it's man-made or not, we don't really know. But maybe it was in a facility there, whether they made it or they took it from an animal or what, I don't know the answer, but huh, I think it was it was there. Or the animal to human contact theory. So this article, again, you can find all these articles by going to Dan Benjamin. Uh, what is the URL to my own show? dbl.fireside.fm. Just go there and uh, you'll see the latest episode. I think this one's 79 uh, you'll see all the links there. But uh, Biden has asked the intelligence community to, in his words, redouble their efforts to collect and analyze information. They want to know. Why do they want to know? I, I don't know. Are, do they want to know because they want to be angry at China? 
Do they want to know because they just feel like knowing? Does it somehow prevent something in the future? Tyler says crypto is like a Captain Planet villain's plan. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Somebody who looks like a spammer who's uh, just got a ton of uh, characters. Can I show I can show you this. Can I show you this? I used to be able to show you this. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Says, uh, don't you think we're past the no return point climate wise? I am not the right person to ask that, but I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no, we are not past the no return point. We can do better than that. Uh, so there you go. Oh, Tyler also says it'd be nice to buy a new video card and not have to take out a second mortgage. You know what? Uh, let's just segue from the news for one second. I have been trying to get a new video card, not even a new video card. I'm trying to get an old video card for this computer down here, because a lot of you have written in saying, Dan, you started this great Minecraft series. I really want you to continue doing it. And I thought I want to continue doing it too, but I need a video card to do it. I need like a, even like a, like a, an NVIDIA, like a 1070 would be fine. So if y'all have one and you want to sell it to me, let me know. Cause the new ones are like $5,000. I'm not going to be able to do it. Okay. Back to the news for a second here. So uh, the failure to get our inspectors on the ground in those early months will always hamper any investigation into the origin of COVID-19. This is a quote from uh, from Biden. Nevertheless, shortly after I became president in March, I had my national security advisor task the intelligence community to prepare a report on their most up-to-date analysis, the origins of COVID-19, blah, blah, blah. It came from the lab in Wuhan. I'm just going to say it. That's where it came from. And you know what? I will actually say I think it was man-made, human-made. Let's be politically correct. Let's be woke. It was human made. That's what I think. What do you think? Tell me in the comments. I don't care if it's a controversial opinion. Don't care. This is some great news about COVID. If I had my soundboard, I would hit the applause button. Mild coronavirus infection leaves behind a lasting antibody protection. This is suggested by actual research. Okay. So now I want you all to think about this. This is my, my job is to talk to you all about this stuff and get your thoughts on it because I don't know the answer but here's something i want you to think about okay first they said we don't know if you're going to get any kind of protection if you had coronavirus we don't know then the vaccine started to come out and they started to say we don't think it's going to be very long you should still go get a shot now that and there's a follow-up story over more than 50 percent of the country here in the united states is vaccinated but i'll get to that in a second jumping ahead now they've said, after enough people have been vaccinated, oh, if you had COVID, now not only do you have protection, not only does it last a long time, you know what they're saying? They're using the term long-lived, but you know what they're actually saying? It might be lifelong protection that you have if you actually had COVID. Check this out. Here's the quote from the news, Dan Benjamin Dot, what it, does someone can someone tell me my own website to be able to fireside.fm even a mild case of coronavirus could leave people with lifelong protection against the virus a new study suggests listen to this i'm going to call bs on this researchers called previous reports that immunity was not long lived was a misinterpretation of the data really a misinterpretation of the data well this study was conducted by the washington university school of medicine in st louis why isn't it in Washington? Don't know. It was published May 24th in the journal Nature. They took bone marrow samples from 18 out of 77 participants who were already signed up to give blood samples at three-month intervals starting about a month after infection. 
The bone marrow samples were taken between seven and eight months after initial COVID infection. Five of the 18 participants then gave a second bone marrow sample four months later. Guess what? Guess what? They still had all these antibodies. They were there. They were there. Detectable 11 months after infection and beyond. It's going to last forever, guys. So if you had, if you were unfortunate enough to have COVID, you're fortunate enough to maybe you're protected forever now. So does that mean you shouldn't get a vaccine? You're asking Dr. Dan, who's not a doctor, seems like you don't need a vaccine. But go uh, do the research because you don't want to take my advice on that. Half, and this is what I was leading up to, half of all United States adults are now fully vaccinated. And when I say fully, that means they either got the J&J or they got the, uh, you know, I guess they, they got Pfizer or they got Moderna and they got both their shots. 50% of the country now. That's it. I don't need to read any more about that news article. That's kind of it in a nutshell. I'm, I'm not doing the thing where I show you the screen anymore. No one liked it, including me, and it was always goofy. So I'm just, I got rid of it. Experts are saying those who are not inoculated against COVID-19 should not rely on protection from those people who are. Interesting, right? This is the latest thing. They're saying, quote, the work ahead of us is going to be really challenging because while the people who are fully vaccinated are well protected, we still have to keep on convincing individuals who are not yet vaccinated that they are not safe. Okay, so they're saying the pandemic is not over for them. I know a lot of people who are not vaccinated and who are relying on people who are vaccinated, right, to actually go and, uh, and, and kind of protect them, but they're not protected. They're exposed because, did you hear about the New York Yankees? I wasn't doing the show at the time to tell you about this, but you heard about the New York Yankees, right? The entire team had or had coronavirus. All of them had COVID-19, all of them. But they had all been vaccinated with the J&J vaccine, and so they were all asymptomatic. But clearly, they were able to have it and pass it to other people, right? They were able to do that, even with the vaccination. So what does that mean? On the one hand, the vaccination wasn't designed, or maybe it can't necessarily prevent you from getting it, but you're asymptomatic if you get it. That's actually, this. that is what they wanted the vaccine to do, keep you from having symptoms. So if, you, if you're vaccinated, you've got both your shots or you did the J&J, then you, uh, you walk out of there two weeks after your final shot, you're not going to have any symptoms. It doesn't mean you can't get or carry or pass on the virus. You knew that, right? I'm not telling you anything you don't know, right? You knew that. But apparently a lot of people don't think about that. So what does that mean? That means you can go, you're fully vaccinated, two weeks have passed, got all your antibodies, you can go get coronavirus. You won't know it. You won't feel a thing. You'll be fine. And then as you're walking around, you're exposing other people to it. And if they're not vaccinated and they haven't had COVID, they could get it from you, right? So just keep that in mind. But anyway, that's what this is about. They're saying that the risk for unvaccinated people is in fact about the same as it was in the middle of January surge. They said uh, this is an analysis from the Washington Post. So you're not safe. You're taking a risk. The people who are vaccinated have no risk. Uh, also, I put this in here, not as something I want to talk about today, but in case you are following along at home and reading the news links there, the differences between elimination, eradication, and herd immunity and what it means for COVID-19. I'm not really going to talk about this very much because it's this is something that if you're interested in this, you can go read about it. But 
you know, I, I think, I think the important thing is, okay, well, I, I will talk about herd immunity for a second, because I think that's important. Yeah, here's what it says. Herd immunity requires a certain percentage of people to be infected or vaccinated to stop the spread, but it depends on the herd or community as well as density, the number of susceptible people and other factors. And we don't actually know what the percentage is uh, to uh, get herd immunity until it happens. <laughs> so uh, eradication, that's where it's completely gone. Okay, we've only achieved this as uh, as humankind two times, right? Uh, something called rinderpest. Never heard of that? I never heard of that, but it's it sickens cloven hooved animals like cattle and buffalo. And with smallpox, those are the only two diseases that humankind has ever been able to completely eradicate. It's not going to happen, but el- elimination is where cases are reduced to zero or non-zero in a specific area. Remember when I said I wasn't going to talk about these different things, and here I am talking about them. Well, go read it. It'll be in the show notes for you. Um, Some bad news. Everybody that I know now, literally every human being that I know is drinking large, massive, you know who you are, large, massive quantities of wine. This is everybody that I know now is drinking wine. I don't know why wine is suddenly like a thing now. It's always been a thing, right? But like massive quantities, people consuming large quantities of wine. Now, you know who you are. You know, we've been talking about this. Well, get get this. Any amount of alcohol, drinking any amount of alcohol is harmful to the brain. This is a study that has been done uh, at Oxford University. So it's probably legit. Uh, They've linked moderate drinking to lower volume of gray matter. Talking about your brain. Gray matter found in the outermost layer of the brain uh, is high in neural cell bodies and plays a major part in the central nervous system. Levi in the uh, chat room is saying, nah, wine is a new thing. That's right. Um, So what are you going to do about this? It says there is no safe dose of alcohol for the brain. No safe dose. Okay. Moderate consumption is linked with more widespread adverse effects on the brain than previously recognized. They say that previous research found the glass of red wine a day can stave off diseases such as type two diabetes or diabetes, as you say, osteoporosis, Alzheimer's and heart disease. It may do that. It may do that, but it is not harmless. They say now there is no threshold drinking for harm. Any alcohol is worse. This is uh, the author of the study, Dr. Anya Topawala. Pretty much the whole brain seems to be affected, not just specific areas, as previously thought. They did not actually define moderate drinking in the study. There's no consensus for that. They say instead, we looked at a whole range of consumption from zero units weekly up and found a straight line between alcohol intake and poorer brain health. There is no level of drinking that appears as safe as not drinking at all. Is it 420 yet? Our next story, Amazon has bought MGM for 8 0.45 billion with a B after app talks with Apple fizzled out. So I didn't know this, but Apple was actually thinking about buying MGM. Did you know that? It kind of makes sense. Uh, they've got a wonderful and very, very historic uh, list of movies and programs, but I guess uh, it fizzled. Apple said, nah, not going to do it. Amazon said, here's $8.45 billion. This is what they're calling the boldest move yet in the entertainment industry, turbocharging the streaming ambitions of Amazon. It is the second largest acquisition in Amazon's history. If you remember, they got Whole Foods in 2017 for $13.7 billion. It's weird to think that a grocery chain cost more 
than MGM. But I guess that's where we're at these days. They want to use MGM's storied filmmaking history to help boost Amazon Studios, which is its film and television division. Don't think of this in my, my analysis of this. I don't think Amazon bought MGM to get their back catalog per se. I think they got it to get the rights to their back catalog for remakes. Have you noticed that everything is a remake? Everything is a remake, by the way. That's what they want. They don't want to go back and say, oh, we're going to show MGM films from the 40s and 50s and, and up, really. That's not the value. The value is new content. People want new content. Now, this entire back catalog is available to them. James Bond, anyone? James Bond TV show? Okay, just, just remember what I said here. Talk to you in a year. This is big news. This next story is such big news. And people are talking about, do you even care? Do you care about this? I don't, I don't, I don't care about this at all. Okay. But you can now hide like counts on Instagram and Facebook. So you can hide like and view counts. Why would you want to do that? The only reason I could think of is you want to do that is you have crappy likes and you don't want anyone to see that you have crappy likes. They say after years of testing on both platforms, Facebook and Instagram have settled on an opt-in experience for hiding like counts to allow people to disable seeing them across all posts and an option to hide their own public like counts from others. Quote, we tested hiding like counts to see if it might depressurize people's experience on Instagram, says an Instagram spokesperson. What we heard from people and experts was that not seeing like counts was beneficial for some and annoying to others, particularly because people use like counts to get a sense for what's trending or popular. So we're giving you that choice. Who cares? Tell me in the comments. Oh, and it's that time to tell you again, like and subscribe and ring the little bell. Because when you ring the bell, you get a notification. Now, somehow I'm still streaming this out to Periscope. I don't know how, but I am. So wonderful. But more importantly, like and subscribe is to actually support me. Give me a buck. Buy me one of these. If all of you that are listening and watching were to buy me one of these, I wouldn't have taken that three-week uh, break that I took. Instagram has also launched a new section for shopping product drops. It's called drops. So basically it helps sellers create a buzz for upcoming products in the days and weeks leading up to their availability. So this is a way to kind of position your Instagram account as a hype machine for that thing that you're about to drop, about to sell, about to release. This is kind of a neat idea. I think it'll catch on. Uh, so was it last night? I guess last night was something called a, su <laughs> a super blood moon with an eclipse. One of my uh, friends was telling me about this, that this is where like if it, all the crazy stuff starts to happen, all the crazy stuff starts to happen. Well, people in New Zealand were the only ones that could really, really see this. Apparently you're still going to be able to see it tonight, but uh Basically, you could go out and you could see this thing. It's very rare. It's called a super blood moon. It's a combination of a total lunar eclipse and a brighter than usual super moon. This article doesn't tell me how often this kind of thing happens. Uh, it's not that rare. It's not like a total eclipse of the sun or anything like that, but it is kind of rare. And they said that the color of the moon during a total eclipse 
can kind of appear differently depending on where the people are in the world and how much dust there is in the atmosphere and global weather and things like that. And so the people in New Zealand were able to see it the best. They could also kind of see it in Australia. Uh, but uh, people who were in South Korea, it rained and they couldn't see it. Guy Fieri. Did you know that Guy Fieri is Cable's highest paid chef? He is. And he's trying to do what they're calling in this article an entrepreneur, save his industry with something called Restaurant Reboot. Okay. And, uh, and basically he's going to be going around and helping restaurants be better and restart themselves. Um, it's a special and it has celebrity cameos. Okay. So Shaq is going to be in it. Uh, Adriana Lima is going to be in it. Anyway, Fieri is going to be moderating conversations about the restaurant industry's existential crisis with other celebrity chefs. I don't really, I can't figure out what this show is actually going to be, but if this is your kind of thing, you care about the restaurant industry, now you've got a show that you can watch. I'll probably watch it. Uh, Oh, some serious news now. A fungus is pushing cicada sex into hyperdrive and leaving them (laughs) dismembered. I'm just going to read this to you. Uh, There's a fungus called Massa. Massaspora, it causes the production of cathinone, which is an amphetamine. So you know how these cicadas spend 17 years underground, right? And then they they emerge, which they've been doing. They shed their little husks, their little skins, right? Come out of them. And then they spend four to six weeks mating. And then the females lay their eggs and then all of them die. But some are uh, are doing more. They're mating more. This fungus creates this amphetamine and it infects some of them. And then they, they basically lose control. They get taken over. They lose their lower abdomen and their genitals. And yet they're also mating at the same time. They become hypersexual. They have prolonged stamina and they mate like crazy, but then they lose their uh, butt. It falls off. So if you see just the cicada butts laying around, now you know why. Well, you heard while I was doing my little hiatus that uh, Ellen DeGeneres' daytime slot is uh, up for grabs. She's she's ending the show. Okay, go away. Don't play music. Um, and uh, Kelly Clarkson is basically going to step in. But, you know, the, Ellen said that it wasn't because of all the sort of drama and weird stuff surrounding uh, her situation. Uh, you know, people complaining and disgruntled employees. She said it was not that. If it had been that, she would have been out of there, pieced out immediately. But she did not piece out immediately. Okay. It's nothing to do with that. It's also nothing to do with the horribly low ratings that she's had for a while now. Nothing to do with that. She just wants to be done. Okay. Now, this is something it's time to talk. It's time to, oh, uh, VOID projects in the chat room. Uh, says that uh, they watched the total eclipse at uh, 1.30 a.m. in Hawaii. The redshift is caused by the edge of the shadow, which apparently fits more of the red spectrum, though. Oh, and uh, Sean is saying you have three Patreons, which one is right. Uh, Thank you for asking. Allow me to tell you. It's it's this one. Hold on, if this thing behaves. Yeah, do that. Do that. If I go here and then I press this. There we go. Thank you for working technology. Patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin is, is the main one. I have disaster proof 
which is to fund a, a new show that I'm working very hard on in the background. And, uh, and so that's, that's a separate, uh, separate thing. Patreon.com slash Dan Benjamin. Google has struck a deal with hospital chain to develop healthcare algorithms. And guess what? Everyone's freaking out because of the privacy concerns, right? As, as you should. Well, uh, basically here's what's supposed to happen. It's with, um, HCA, which is based in Nashville, Tennessee, they operate about 2,000 locations in 21 states. They would consolidate, just tell me if you like this idea, consolidate and store their data with Google data from digital health records and internet-connected medical devices. So every patient is going to have data spun off of them in real time and stored with Google. So they say part of what they're building is what they're calling a central nervous system to help interpret various signals. So if you're hooked up to a heart monitor, let's say you go into the hospital for some reason, you're hooked up to a heart monitor uh, or a pulse uh, thing or a oxygen meter, or you get an EKG done, or we get x-rays, all of this in real time is being uploaded into Google and Google's going to look at it and they're going to be able to make health recommendation decisions using algorithms that will determine what kind of healthcare you receive and in the future too. So how do you feel about that? A lot of people are upset about it. Uh, basically there is uh, okay, here it is. There is a, pri a privacy of patient records issue that's going on. And they're saying, we don't, people are saying, we don't like this. We don't want our information being shared we don't want to now they're saying that they would be stripped of identifying information before they're shared with Google kind of, I think the goal would be the way that the data from your iPhone is kind of shared anonymously with Apple. If you're using like, uh, the, uh, the digital assistant on your phone, that that data is decoupled from the thing that identifies you as you. And I trust that Apple's doing this. I don't know if I trust that Google's going to do it right. Oh no, did they take the, oh, they took it down. There was this article that came out of a tweet from Lemonade where Lemonade was talking about something very similar, saying that they were going to be using algorithms to make decisions for you. You know, the um, Lemonade insurance um, insurance company? Yeah, I want to see if, if anyone archived these tweets because people were very upset about this uh, because they apparently, yeah, it's, it's taken away. They took it down. Dang it. I should have taken a screenshot of it. Basically lemonade was saying that they're going to be using algorithms to make better decisions for you and the kind of care and insurance that you should receive. And this is going to be something I was going to be talking about. And the privacy thing is all of our data is out there now, right? And it's all being sent up there. Do we fight against it? And how it's all going in that direction. All these devices that we have, collecting data, sharing it. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Tell me in the comments. Tell me what you're thinking. I would like to hear it. Again, best place to reach me is at Dan Benjamin. I'm on Twitter. I'm here on YouTube. Instagram. It's a good one to follow me on because I post crazy pictures. So go there. You can also go to, and, and finally, I guess I'll answer the question. What Because I registered a bunch of, uh, yeah, it's danbenjamin.live. Go to danbenjamin.live and you'll see today's episode 76. It will be up there. You can follow along at home. You can look at the show notes. You can do the extra reading, but please send me your links. 
You can email me, Dan at 5x5.tv. You can hit me up on Twitter, like I said, Dan at, uh, Dan, at Dan Benjamin, if I can speak clearly and remember what I'm talking about. But that's it. But I'll be back again. We're, the show's back. It's back. But there's going to be some fun new stuff for you. And uh, I'm glad that you're here today. I'm glad that you tuned in. And uh, thanks for doing what you do. And thanks to those of you who do support me. Uh, I really appreciate it. It does pay my bills. And that is the primary way I make money. That's it. That's all I got for you. Stay tuned until next time, probably tomorrow. I'll see you then.